Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Just before the break, I said that uh, Jay Woodcroft had guided Edmonton to the best record uh, of any team in the Western Conference since becoming head coach on February 10th. The Oilers have a 642 points percentage that leads barely Minnesota at 641, uh, Dallas at 639, and Colorado at 631. But uh, the Oilers do have the best winning percentage in the West since Jay's taken over, obviously, number one in goals, four, number one in the power play uh, by a considerable margin. Oilers could use some more stops. They currently have the 65th and 90, is that right? Uh, where did I put that? Um, 62nd out of 95 goalies, according to Money Puck. And goals saved above expectation. And uh, Jack Campbell is 92nd out of 95 right now. He needs stops, but Edmonton can score. And tonight's a big game against the Buffalo Sabres. Every Monday on Oilers Now, we take a trip down to the farm. We hook up with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk. Uh, and we are pleased at this time to hook up with uh, Colin. Colin, how you doing? Doing excellent, Bob. How about yourself? Uh, not bad. I mean, the team played pretty well there for uh, three games in a row. Uh, and then looked a little bit fatigued against Winnipeg. And Jack uh, Campbell probably, well, he, I mean, he took a lot of accountability after the game. I'd say maybe two uh, for him. Uh, you know, you're a guy who, you know, you're in your second season now coaching in the Bakersfield Condors. And what ends up happening is when trades get made, and the orders are in the position that they're in where they're adding. Sometimes that takes away from your team and the minors. Uh, and, and Colin, the orders did a couple things here. When they made the trade for Matias Ekholm, they got Nashville to eat 4%, which is 250000 And that provided the window and the mechanism for Edmonton to fit in at half price Nick Bukestead. And in the Bukesbed deal, the Oilers lost a third-round pick, but they also lost Michael Kesselring and got back Camdenine. So we're going to start with Kesselring. Um, this is a guy that scored 13 goals for you, kind of emerged this season. It's tough to see him go, isn't it? Yeah, you know, um, obviously good relationship with, with Kessel, almost, almost two seasons with him. You know, like you said, somewhat having a breakout year, you know, a six foot five right shot D man. Um, you know, we're, we're happy for his opportunity. Uh, it was one of those things, like you said, the, the, the big club is trying to win a Stanley Cup and, and, uh, we're, we're their biggest fans, uh, down here on the farm. And, uh, you know, you have to give up something to get something. All right. Uh, the player you got back is Cam Deneen. He was a third-round draft choice of the Arizona Coyotes. He's 24 years of age. He actually played 34 games in the NHL. And I guess what's interesting from my end, I'm just doing the math here, 129, uh, 129, and 114 is 243. Uh, Cam Deneen, I guess if he played the rest of the season, there'd be a chance that he'd be in that middle ground where he's not considered a full veteran. But what do they call that? Where guys play between 260 and 310 games in the, a pro hockey? 
that exempt. Yeah, exempt. And this is important because you've already got uh, multiple forwards next year. First of all, let's talk about the player himself. How did he play for you this past weekend? Yeah, he, he came in with a great attitude. Um, you know, he was a little bit in, in shock like anybody is the first time you, you trade jobs. Um, you know, the first night, he, uh, he I would say he was just okay, but our, our team was not uh, playing at the level of, of our expectations that we had been the last few months. Um, but everybody responded much better versus Ontario, and he was much better at just moving the puck. He's a, he's a different player than Kess, obviously left shot D-man, uh, more of a puck distributor. Um, you know, was doing a great job and been running Tucson power play for for a couple of years like you said played 34 games up in Arizona as well and you know he was someone that that he was always a point of emphasis to watch him getting up in the rush and he's dangerous he has some deception he gets a shot through so you know we're, we're uh, uh, as much as not no slight on on Mike we love Mike Kessering he was he was great here for us uh, we're excited to have uh, Cam Deneen and see what uh, what he can do to help us in Bakersfield and be a potential all for the Oilers. Well, it does change things a bit because you got the Mayors uh, signed now to an NHL deal on the right side. And Philip Kemp, who he's kind of been the glue guy for you on the back end, hasn't he? Oh, Kemper is, uh, he's a coach's dream. He's, he's in, in, in our opinion here, uh, you know, you win championships with, with guys like that. He'll, you know, he'll uh, kind of like, uh, I'm trying to remember the game here, Bob, where, uh, you know, Vincent Dernay, I think he had four shot blocks in a row. That's that's Phil Kemp, uh, um, uh, you know, down here. He just, he'll put everything on the line. And, um, you know, he's a team first guy. He's loved in the locker room. And uh, he always finds a way to get it done. You get a little bit more, no disrespect intended for, with Kesselring, but you got a couple of righties there in Demers. Now, is Demers back from injury? No, he's still out right now. So he, uh, yeah, lower body injury got kind of uh, one of our own players uh, fell on him. So it's just you know one of those freak things. So unfortunately, we haven't had him here now. So he's not expected to play this weekend as well. Okay, you got two games coming up this weekend, but in theory, you would have Kemp and you would have Demers on the right side. And does this give you a little bit more balance, or did the play of some of your guys that were on AHL, ECHL deals uh, like Peters and Gildon maybe offset the fact that you were a little right shot uh, defense heavy? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think it's the, I, in, in my opinion, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great move uh, for for the hockey club. I think it made sense. Uh, I think it will be. I think it will make more sense um, and helpful for both sides. I'm talking the Oilers and the Condors when you know when JD's healthy, right? So right now it looks like we're light on the right side, but he'll come back and he'll solidify that. So uh, we're we're patiently waiting. All right, uh, two very different type of games, uh, but a similar type of game winner from Seth Griffith on a stretch pass from the goaltender last year. He saw Mike Smith uh, free up Connor McDavid on a breakaway goal in uh, three on three against San Jose. He had something similar this weekend. Yeah, you know, it was funny the first game. Uh uh, the season at home, Calvin Picker tried the same thing and uh, backfired, passed it to the Abbotsford player, and they scored. Uh, so I love the fact that, you know, he was playing on instinct, right? And we all talk about system and all that kind of stuff. And, and sometimes you, you see a play, you got to make it, and uh, you got to have the confidence to do it. And I think that's what the best players do. Uh, they turn the page on, on a mistake, and they move forward. And uh, what a play by, first of all, great save by Pick. And then just, like you said, not, not as much as 
catches a stretch pass as uh, Smith made to Connor. That was a hell of a play. But he shoveled it out to Griff, and uh, you know, uh, I haven't seen Griff skate that fast uh, in a while. And uh, it was great to see him uh, explode off and get a breakaway goal. So you've you've put together. Is it fair to say basically since Christmas you guys have been a different team this year, Colin? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've uh, yeah we're. I think we chatted the last time just about the goal differential and about obviously the wins and loss record. You know, it's been a combination of uh, things of all our our kids making some massive steps and uh, you know some just players players kind of growing into their role and and, uh, and obviously getting Calvin Picker back has helped as well. All right, so let's talk about a couple of those kids. Now the Oilers traded one of those kids. Uh, not one of your kids, but a guy that was maybe going to be there next season, uh, and a player I absolutely loved, Reed Schaefer. You saw him in the rookie tournament in Penticton, but I've noticed that Xavier Borgo has started to go a little bit of offensively for you right now. Yeah, he's getting a little bit. Uh, he's getting a little bit harder around the net, and he's getting to those areas. And and uh, you know, it's it's you look at the 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 heat map. You look at where the chances are, and you know, you get you get some chances around the outside, and you get some pretty goals that you know people see on on TV or on the highlights. But um, you know, Xavier's doing a much better job getting those hard areas, and he got rewarded with one uh, um, against uh, Ontario on Saturday night. Uh, and what about uh, Raphael Lavoie? He's he's certainly putting up some numbers of late. He sure is, and he's uh, he's, he's he's doing all the right things. You know, he, he really is. He's playing hard on the wall. He's taking pucks in the net. He's stopping on pucks. He he understands what he is. He's a he's a shoot first player. Uh, he's getting in on the forecheck. He's stopping on pucks. He's, he's doing. He's being physical. Uh, he's improved his board work on his breakouts. He's doing all the things that that uh, the coaching staff uh, has stressed to him. And uh, you know, the the greatest part about it is when the player has some success, he starts believing it. And uh, we're seeing that right now with Raph Lavoie. Raph Lavoie has 19 goals, 32 points, plus 6 in 43 games this year. Xavier Borgo, the Oilers' first pick, 22nd overall in 2021, has 12 goals, 29 points in 54 games. He's plus 6. Uh, you had Noah Philpout to start the overtime, 12 goals, 23 points in 53 games this year. He's plus 6 on the season. We've talked about him. The Oilers uh, have a shortage of right. Sh- I mean, they did pick up Bugstead, which was an interesting pickup. Uh, are you feeling a little bit more comfortable if nose work in the middle oh absolutely you know uh, I think it was um, you know uh, I'm trying to remember when we were in Coachella Valley you know similar we tried to put the hottest centerman out there and uh, was a veteran guy we ended up losing the face off and, and it ended up uh, later in the shift we ended up getting scored against on a broken play uh, and this time right Noah earned that right by being the guy that was hottest on that night he won the face-off. Not only did he win the face-off, he took a player on one-on-one, and he actually had the game on his stick, and it just kind of got away from him. Uh, him and Raph ended up uh, you know, generating a couple of good chances. Unfortunately, they just missed. And then they were um, they were back up. They were on deck again to go back up again. So hey, those, those guys and those young players are, 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 are pushing our team, and they're creating healthy competition uh, by, uh, by, by earning ice time. Uh, and it's really, really excellent to see. James Hamlin, uh, 21 goals last season, 64 games. He's got seven goals this year in 34 games, has come up with Edmonton, gotten 10 games total. Um, has he found it a little bit harder to gain some offensive traction? 
yeah, I think early on he was he was doing okay, and then um, I, I feel like he's lost a little bit of momentum. I think he, you know, uh, against Ontario, I thought it was his best game in his last four or five. So I, I feel like uh, he's definitely um, settling in. We made a little bit of a, a flip. We put uh, we put uh, Tulio and and Griff uh, on his wings, and they seem to have a spark. And, uh, and there's kind of it looks like there's been some chemistry between Borgo and and and, uh, and Raff. So we. We put Noah in there, and it, that little flip just seemed to uh, seem to ignite all of them. So, uh, you know, James is Mister Responsible. Uh, you know, he's always doing the little things well. Um, uh, but uh, you're right. You know, he hasn't had as much of an offensive flair as he had last year. But you know, it looks like he's starting to build some momentum. He had some good looks. He had a couple two on ones. He just didn't finish on them. All right, I, we're joined by Colin Chalk, who uh, is in his second year as head coach with the Bakersfield Condors. Colin, you spent like forever with the Fort Wayne Comets in the U-Haul, and then I think they ultimately ended up in the ECHL. During your time that you were there, uh, were there a couple players that you recall that you thought, man, these guys should be at you know, maybe playing in a direct, I know you played with PC Druan. He was sort of on mm-hmm. the way down by that point. Uh, you know, he was a, a guy that uh, had some big seasons in the, in the IHL and had briefly played with the Boston Bruins. But were there a couple other guys you can think of off the top of your head that kind of caught your eyes as having maybe more talent than the league would suggest, uh, that they, uh, that, that they were showing at that time? Uh, PC Druin's a great, uh, like, you know, just skated well, big body, phenomenal shape, could shoot the puck. Uh, you know, somebody that I think maybe in today's game, he would be, uh, he would be probably a better a better fit. Uh, so he was he was definitely one. I think uh, another one that by uh, I still don't know how he ended up where he was is Kelly Perot. He was an All American at Bowling Green, uh, without a doubt. I I mean it's, I'm going go on a limb here, but I think he would have been an NHL player in today's game, like smooth skater, uh, kind of like a Brian or Falski type. Uh, but for whatever reason, right? Like the, it was a different era, right? There was no salary cap, and once you got down at the lower level, it was uh, it was it was difficult to get out. Um, you know, those I think maybe Sean Benedam might have been another one. Is a former actually Bakersfield Condor captain in the ECHL, good person, did all the little things well. Um, you know, so those are a few that uh, that stick out to my mind. And maybe last one, Kevin St. Pierre, goaltender, was just a, a, a massive human, and um, you know, uh, really, really uh, could win games on his own, but. You know, it was a different time, and then the way the business of the hockey was a lot different. And uh, but those are some guys that stuck out of my mind. Uh, Kelly Pearl, I, was he from Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta? Do you know if he yeah, was he sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And he went to yeah. uh, what's the high school? Oh gosh, uh, Notre Dame. He went to Bobby Stewart's another one. Bobby Stewart, Maine University, went to Notre Dame. Um, uh, he's from Fort McMurray. You know, he was the highest scoring left winger uh, in, at the double A level uh, one yeah, season. Yeah, he was but from just, Fort Mac. Yeah, Fort Mac. Just a I different era. He, I think he actually transferred. I think he was at Alaska Anchorage, and then he ended up Bobby Stewart at Maine. Hey, one yeah, final was- one for you. Un- undrafted 20 year olds. You might know something about those guys. Because as I recall, you might have been one of those guys at one time uh, yep. when you were wrapping up with Kingston in the OHL. 
Are you involved in any, you know, any, as an example, last week, uh, Jackson Weeb signed with the Anaheim Ducks. He played for the Edmonton Oil Kings before going to Prince George. Actually, Prince George has got another 20 year old that's having a real good season named Wheatcroft. Uh, the Wheatcroft boys played at the University of Calgary in the late eighties. I think it's one of the, the, the two brothers' kids, but, um, do you, do you get consulted on that, or is that more of a Keith Gretzky thing, or do you end up watching any video on any players that are, uh, you know, uh, prospective 20-year-olds coming out of Major Junior? No, it's more the the management has that. Uh, um, nothing's come across my desk, but I do, I do like, um, I do, I would say that I do like the uh, the the overage or the undrafted twenty year old. I think you can, I think you have you know three or four years to work with that player, right, to see what he can do at twenty three or twenty four. Whereas, I feel like sometimes the college free agent at twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, it, it's a little bit uh, you know those some I don't want to say lost years. It's just an older player. So, you know, you got like an Alex uh, Bear Boulay, who's, you know, one of the top scorers in American Hockey League right now. He was an undrafted, um, you know, 20-year-old. So they're like, I think like you're suggesting, Bob, there's definitely players out there. And I think uh, I think they're definitely worth a look. All right. Awesome stuff, Colin. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bob. Have a great day. Good luck. And uh, I look up with the oil today. Buffalo. Yeah, you bet. That's uh, Colin Chalk, head coach, Bakersfield Condors. We're back with this day in Oilers history when we return. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 155 in Edmonton, Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza have 15 Edmonton and area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. You can go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stauffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza still making it great. As we head off into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel again, we got the Cali road trip coming up in April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to this date 11 years ago today. What happened, Brendan Escott? Oilers defeating the Sharks 3-2 in San Jose. Jordan Eberle registered his 30th goal of the season and Sam Gagne scored the shootout winner, lifted the Oilers to victory. Yeah, uh, Everly ended up scoring 34 that season. That has remained his career high. That's this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Special thanks to uh, all of you who text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Many of you did not like that I mentioned uh, Jay's winning percentage when assessing Clem Costin in and out of the lineup. Fair perspective for you to have. No question about it. Tomorrow, daily face-offs. Frank Cervalli for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. Find event schedules at thehorses.com. Oh, and we'll see you at the races. 
And uh, we will hear from Brad Holland on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. He's the director of Pro Scouting Assistant GM for the Edmonton Oilers. Up next, the global news, weather, traffic update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Chelsea Bird today uh, has uh, Chelsea on Ched from 3 until 4. I will join Reed Wilkins at 4.05 Edmonton time. I'll talk to you then. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.